there we go. Hello. Hey, how's it going, Joy? Pretty good. How are you? Pretty good. So do you want to talk about what this podcast is? Sure, why not? Uh, I'll give a little bit and you give a little bit. Sure. So basically, this podcast is we are watching Disney Channel original movies uh, from the worst Disney Channel original movie list that Vulture published. Um, And we're starting at the worst and we're working our way up to the best. And let me tell you, we really did start at the worst. (laughs) Yeah, we absolutely did. If there's a worse movie than this one, I will be stunned. I'd be stunned if there was a worse movie than this one anywhere. In existence. Yeah, correct. Birth of a Nation, maybe. (laughs) Yeah, but that one, you know. Like, this one is just, like, so... I don't know. It doesn't even have to have racism in it. It's just that bad. It's so terrible. Oh, my God. That's awful. Yeah, Yeah. so we're just going to go through a movie, an episode, until we're out of movies, hopefully. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and yeah we'll just talk about them so this week's movie is radio rebel which came in the last on this vulture list i don't remember what number it was like 133 or something yeah it yeah. was real low real low real low yeah so do you want to go through the plot a little bit i know you probably remember it better than i do Oh, wait, real quick. What are you drinking? Sticking with this theme of drinking and talking about Disney stuff. I'm drinking what I probably will be a lot of the time, which is a black cherry white claw because (laughs) it's what I've got in the fridge. That makes sense. I combined orange juice and pineapple into some kind of something. A mocktail of sorts. Kind of, except I just dumped them in there. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So let's talk about Radio Rebel. So Radio Rebel is, again, one of the worst movies, if not the worst movie I've ever seen in my life. It's terrible. Uh, I'm going to try to break down the plot here. Mm-hmm. Tough part is the plot is very shaky. Yeah, So much of a plot. Yeah. Follow with me. My notes were taken stream of consciousness. So some of them, I, I typed the phrase, oh my God, <laughs> at least 15 times. I think this movie um, was written stream of consciousness. <laughs> No, because at least it would have been, like, weird and maybe, like, entertaining. This This was written... This movie was written a John Kerouac fever dream. (laughs) This movie was written about high school, about public high school, by 40-year-olds who never attended a public high school. (laughs) Yeah, that is absolutely true. That's one of my favorite notes that I took. So, basically, from the beginning... You're introduced to Tara, who is Debbie Ryan. Um, it's for everyone who has seen the meme that has been circulating probably in the past six months, where she like Debbie Ryan like tucks her hair behind her ear and like blinks. That's this movie, and that's the only good part of this whole movie. I um, call that good. It's. I mean, at least it's a meme. Yeah. So, so she's out of school, and the labels. There's too many labels. There's pops yes. and non-pops which is never a thing that i've ever heard popular kids and unpopular kids call themselves or each other um right off the bat she calls herself awesome in the movie mm-hmm. 
which is really funny because she'll come to show that she's like deeply insecure but she also thinks she's awesome there's this real dichotomy in her character like does she like herself or does she hate herself we don't know yeah i think her character would benefit from therapy i think everybody probably would benefit from therapy but especially her character Mm mm-hmm so basically she has this one friend who's super into drama and then these two friends who their only personality trait is trying to find out who Radio Rebel is. At this yeah. point in the movie, we don't know. Radio Rebel is a girl who does, a, I'm putting quotes around this, podcast. Live um, podcast. Live podcast that also plays music. She is just a radio host. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. not special. No, she's a radio host who, in between songs talks about how everybody should love each other but in like the weirdest way possible and also the way she describes music is a nightmare yeah like she'll say stuff like i want you to vibe with this really (laughs) really dig into it yeah it's very 1960s yeah it doesn't make sense no it doesn't so basically they're at school and they're all trying to figure out who radio rebel is um it's so hard to describe the plot. There's a there is boy a who's in a band. The G's. There's a, there's a band called the G's. Four G's. Four G's. <laughs> um, <laughs> and the yeah. one boy looks like a combination of uh, and yeah. the guy who played Roderick from Diary of a Wimpy Kid. He is cute. He's a very bad actor. None of them are good actors. He's yeah, terrible. And, and apparently, the, the G's are getting real popular. Like yeah. they've got a fan. There's a lot of stuff in this movie that they just tell you, but they don't show you at all. Like the, the G's are pretending they're rock stars, but they play one gig, and it's the it's behind somebody's house. Yeah, like they're rock stars, and they talk about this fan base as if they're like. ACDC like mm-hmm. they've got but like I think their fan base is just like the 25 kids who go to their high school they are 17 years old and they're like a moderately successful high school high school band it does not make sense no it also felt like this may or may not have been a Mormon high school because they were just I don't know like everyone was kind of getting a vibe they could get it we're not getting to that part, but there is yeah. a part that also... Okay. Like, they all dress very conservatively. Mm-hmm. It is a Disney movie, but they're even, like, over the top. Like, I don't think a girl, girl wore a shirt that went above her, like, elbows the entire movie. Like That would be obscene. Yeah. Okay, keep So going. they're at this school. Yeah, they're at this school. There's this popular girl. She's supposedly popular, but, like, she only has one friend. I was going to bring that up. She has literally one friend. She only interacts with one person, and that person just follows her around. My note for her is, why popular girl get secretary? (laughs) My notes are written in caveman. I don't Um, understand why that character either. They didn't, they should have given her just, like, some extras to follow her around. Right, she didn't even seem popular. Like no one agrees with her. Mm-hmm. So, she, but she's she's referred to as this popular girl. Let's yeah. let's try to get through this yeah, plot in general. That's all right. So, so there's popular girl, and then there's Debbie Ryan, Tara, and her small group of friends. 
who are like supposedly like unpopular, like the boys wear fedoras and like the one they make an OCG joke about him. Like he has like, haha, mental illness, funny, yeah. but like he's weird because of it. And like, so he's a weird kid. And then like most of the other extras, like they're, they don't really actually fit into any groups, even though she talks about groups so often. Mm-hmm. And, but Radio Rebel is talking directly to this high school Basically, so they figured out at this point that she goes to their school because she got a minus in participation. This school is pass fail. You either get a plus or a minus in anything. How she got how a could you minus in participation? Just, okay, yeah, let's not get bogged down. No, let's not get bogged down by the participation minus. <laughs> but think about it. Yeah. Um, and she then goes to a theater class. This is the next part that I remember. And she's with Gavin, who's in the G's. He's the one who is the other main character. And she likes him. But the one, the popular girl who only has one friend, he asks her to prom already, right off the bat in the movie. Because yeah. he thinks, because he's in a popular band, he should get to go to prom with the popular girl. She says yes. Then, for like the rest of the movie, it's basically just like the popular girl being at odds with Radio Rebel. And the popular girl's only real friend, other than the secretary, is the principal. Yeah. Who also hates Radio Rebel. So weird. And, and, and Tara ends up being Radio Rebel. It's really not a surprise at all. Cause, <laughs> but she's like shy, quiet girl. They don't think shy, quiet girl could ever be Radio Rebel. Yep. Because Radio Rebel talks. And like, I guess shy people are, can't even talk on the radio. Yep. And somehow her stepdad just happens to be oh. like the, leading her new stepdad. He? he runs a radio station. Yeah, he runs a radio station. So, and this is all happening. This is why it's so hard to tell. This whole thing happens in the first like 25 minutes of the movie. And you think so it's long. almost over. This movie's so long. So her dad finds out, her stepdad finds out that she's Radio Rebel. But just like, walks into the room when she's recording. Has that not been a problem for her at any other time? Also, how is this girl free at 7 p.m. every single day? <laughs> Insane. How has her mom like, never walked in? Right. Like, your parents never walked into your room one time at 7 p.m. and been like, what's going on? Again, off the point, we're never going to get through the plot because we were only 25 minutes into the movie. You're so right. We need to keep going. She, so she goes to the radio station, but once she gets at the radio station, she's, like, super empowered. She just starts telling these kids to do, like, whatever. Like, one day she's like, start dancing at 8 a.m. Because you can't. It's fun. <laughs> Dance at school. She, As if, like, I don't know. She demands everybody wear red. She's just, like, throwing out outlandish requests and then masking them by saying, like, because we're all equal. She, and, like... Yeah, everyone, it, but, like, also, we're not that equal. Like, everyone doesn't have to wear red no. or dance at 8 o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. At this, it's, a, it's this weird conundrum yes. where it's, like, we all should be different by being the same kind of different. It's so weird. <laughs> right? It's so weird. It's such a bad movie. I, so she gets really bold. Yeah. And the principal hates it. Mm-hmm. And the principal then decides that she's just going to expel Radio Rebel because Radio Rebel, like, told kids to dance. Yeah, where is that coming? Like, where does she get the authority? How is no other adult at all concerned that the principal is just deciding to expel people that she doesn't even know? Right. And then... Because they dance at lunch. 
there's this one moment where the stepdad comes in and he's like, the principal's going to expel whoever Radio Rebel is. And then just because Tara says like four sentences, he's like, that's the most you ever talk to me. I'll let you get expelled. He just lets her go. He's not in the rest of the movie. No, he disappears after that. He doesn't appear after that. I think he might have got like, maybe he got a call from like Game of Thrones to be yeah. an extra or something and yeah. just like disappeared. Yeah. Because jumped. I don't even know what he was on. He saw the way this was going and he jumped ship halfway through. Yeah. So again, the, now we're only like 40 minutes into the movie. It's a terrible thing. Everything from minute 41 until like right at the end is all a blur. Yeah. Because it's all just a lot of them like, going to school, trying to figure out who Radio Rebel is, Tara hiding. Yeah, there's more than one and, montage of her, like, sneaking into the, the radio studio. Right. It's bad. And then, at one point, she does tell her one friend that she is Radio Rebel, but that is not impactful to the plot at all. I thought her friend was going to, like, snitch on her, because yeah. that's usually why they that's add that. Absolutely why but, they add that. It didn't, she didn't, like, she, did she was nothing. just a good friend. Yeah, I know. <laughs> right. She did so nothing. it was, like, very boring. There were so many characters in this story that weren't necessary. Larry and Barry yeah. were completely, Larry and Barry are their two friends. They're Larry's twins. the one who, he's tall. They're, they're, they're twins? They're twins. At one point, um, the best the best friend says, you're fraternal, not identical. When they're both wearing red, they, they say, like, can you tell us apart at the same time or something? I don't like oh, Larry that's... and Barry. No, I don't when like Larry and Barry. The elevator, the only people in the school who can take the elevator, apparently. Mm-hmm. Only people who can get on the elevator. And I'm, like, standing there, and I'm thinking, when I remember high school, we had to have a key to use the elevator, yeah. and you had to have a reason. Like, you had to be on crutches or in a wheelchair. Yep. No, they, the, they just didn't feel like filming on the stairs <laughs> so this one very special weird group of friends who wears plaid fedoras and clothes from the 80s gets to take the elevator yeah. uh and then i'm scrolling yeah uh, also larry and barry at one point have voice id technology yes can we talk about that They're, these are children yeah i also want to know where she got the technology to live stream a podcast this was 2012. Yeah, this was 2012. I don't yeah. even know if I knew what a podcast was then. She's live-streaming them. Right. Because you don't also like technologically, you know, strong in any other way throughout the entire movie. No, she doesn't. Yeah, she's not like she's tech-savvy. She's just got a laptop. Yeah. And the stuff... Like, you and I struggled to get this started. It's all right, we did. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, their prom gets canceled. The principal cancels their prom yeah. because Radio Rebel tells everyone to love each other or something. And uh, so Radio Rebel starts a morp. Boo. Which is prom, prom spelled backwards. Backwards. She, The scene where she goes, like, someone's like, you're a principal and her backwards ideas. And then De Debbie Rye and Tara just goes, backwards. <laughs> backwards and then she like runs out of the room and i was like it's just gonna be prom backwards <laughs> isn't it <laughs> and it is and it is yeah yeah so they go to morp and that's pretty much it I'm, yeah, they, yeah 
they go they go to morph uh they they tell them to come as themselves and then everyone dresses super weird which i like let's stop pretending that everyone's everyone inherent natural self is weird it's like a decade everyone seems to have taken dresses yourself to be dressed as a specific decade from u.s history and i guess the one main point that you also have to make is the the mean popular girl who actually only has one friend her whole thing is she hates radio rebel just for the sake of hating her. Mm -hmm. And then she's mad because she was going to be prom queen. And all she wanted to be was morp queen. (laughs) And she's mad because she knows that Radio Rebel is going to win morp queen. And she finds out that Tara is Radio Rebel before. Not in a clever way either. No. Her friend just goes into the studio and sees Tara's mom. And that's it. Right. And like, it's not... Nothing about it. It's impressive. But then they let her be Morp Queen anyway. Kind of. Tara Tara holds it over her head. Yeah, she kind of threatens her because, like, so I guess the end of the movie is important. At the end, Tara does this whole thing where she, like, comes out from behind this, like, uh, what's, like, the glass that you can't completely see through, like, foggy glass. And she's, like, walking down. And she's like, I have been shy and quiet my whole life. I bet you're all wondering who I am. I'm Radio Rebel. And she comes out and it's Tara. And everyone's like, oh, shy girl. <laughs> and, but then everyone else, because, because the, the, principal's the principal's like, you're expelled. Because <laughs> the principal's there. Like, there's a bunch of adults at Morp, too. It's strange. There's it's this one weird. Asian woman who's in the background who is not in the rest of the movie, but she comes to Morp. Why is the principal and, at this Morp, by the way? Because it's not a school-sponsored event. She's just there being sneaky, yeah. trying to find it. But then the principal's like, you're expelled. And then everyone else is like, I'm Radio Rebel. Yeah. I'm Radio Rebel, which is not a legitimate way to cover that up yeah, the, because, like, Tara wrote a whole speech. Yes. The principal just throws up her hands and is like, well, I guess we'll never know who Radio Rebel was. No, you know who it is. It's Tara. She just said it in Spartacus, which is what this is a parody of, I guess, when Spartacus says, I am Spartacus. The Romans mm-hmm. didn't just throw up their hand and everyone else, you know, all the other slaves also say, I am Spartacus. Uh, the Romans don't just throw up their hands and say, well, looks like we'll never know who Spartacus is. They killed them right. all. <laughs> she should have expelled the whole school. She should have expelled the whole school. Yeah. I'd watch that then, movie. I would too. Or if she killed them all. Like yeah. Carrie. Oh, I'd like, love they all just get covered in blood. If there was a plot twist and the principal was Carrie. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then that would be see i would have enjoyed that yeah but then what ends up happening is tara turns over to her name was stacy the very pop the popular girl with one friend's name is stacy and she goes i didn't hear you say you're radio <laughs> rebel stacy and then stacy like shaky like yep. holding the mic her hands i'm radio rebel and then they let her be more queen she calls her out in front of the entire school on stage and demands that she say a thing in order to get what she wants most in the world. It's messed up. Okay, and now we have to get to... So there's been this weird tension, also, the whole movie between Gavin, yeah. who is the, like, decently good-looking member of the 3Gs, cause, or the 4Gs, I'm sorry, 3G. The 4Gs. <laughs> because the other ones all look like gremlins. Now they're the 3Gs, because at one point Gavin quits. Yeah, Gavin does quit. That's like... a. Like, there's so many plot points I couldn't begin to say all of them. 
there's so much going on. But at one point with the 4G, like Gavin, they're they're supposed to be doing this Shakespeare thing in the background too. This is one of those like secondary plot lines and it doesn't make any sense. But like Gavin plots in this movie. Right. Gavin and Tara are like supposed to be doing a scene from Twelfth Night, which I'm pretty sure they're trying to compare Twelfth mm-hmm. Night to the. They're trying yeah. to ma- mash like too much stuff together because this is nothing like Twelfth Night. Not at all Twelfth Night. <laughs> no. Mm-mm. And but like, there's like several scenes where you, I literally typed in my notes, "Are they gonna kiss?" And then I went yeah. and I spelled kiss with TH at the end. Yeah. And I wrote, uh oh, they're going to kiss, little smoochy smoochy. And then I wrote kiss, question mark. Nope. No. And they then keep getting interrupted by the popular girl. Right. They keep getting interrupted by Stacy. Then at the end, they're supposed to kiss. And Adam, please, please yeah. enlighten the two people listening to this. Oh, absolutely. Uh, what happened? Yeah. So they're about to kiss. And he leans in to kiss her and he kisses her on the cheek. And it's the most, it's the worst ending. Like it just, it does not work. And I have a fun fact about this. They actually recorded an actual kiss scene and then they chose not to use it. Why? I don't, I don't know. I don't know why. It's clearly like, I don't even know what that scene was, but it's clearly worse with this cheek kiss thing. They're 18. They're 18. And by the way, at no point in this movie does anyone talk about college. Mm-mm. When I was 18, when I was a senior in high school, I spent a lot of time thinking about college. I spent a lot of time being busy at 7 p.m. I don't know how she's not busy. She obviously isn't worried about college because she has no extracurricular activities. Nope. And then her one friend who, before she tells her friend that she's Radio Rebel, her friend is like the biggest Radio Rebel fan in school. And her friend is like, mm-hmm. hey, why don't you come over and hang out while we listen to Radio Rebel or something like that? Has she never asked her that before? Have they never hung out during that time? And like, how does Tara explain why she's unavailable at 7 p.m.? Did Tara trying to explain why she can't go to something is so horrible. Yeah. Because they make her this like fake kind of awkward that no one really is. Like Debbie Ryan is such a bad actor yeah. that like, her acting comes across as this type of awkward that I don't think any person exists in that way. Cause she'll just be like, uh, dinner, family, yes. family dinner. Like not funny. No it's not funny enough for it to be, Mm-mm. you know, comedy, but it's not serious enough for it to be a believable portrayal. No, it's just weird. Like that. If someone was really awkward, they'd just be like, I don't know if a family dinner, they don't just like shout out words at people yes. or like, Tara literally doesn't speak a word to Gavin for the first 40 minutes of the movie because she's, like, too nervous because she likes him. So you can weird. still speak to people. Yes. Like, she's 18. the whole portrayal. She's 18. Right, she's not a kid. Yes. Again, therapy would probably benefit her if she is unable to speak to people. So, all right, here's a question. Now that we've gone through the plot, how does she, mm-hmm. how does she get started as Radio Rebel? Because they don't explain that at all. And then how do people actually listen? Because you put something on the internet and you don't attach your name to it. The odds of anyone finding it. Like, was she going around school and being like, hey, I found this cool new show, Radio Rep. No, she doesn't talk to anyone. Yeah, you're so right. 
maybe she told like maybe that's why like Barry's in love with Radio Rebel. Maybe she like told Barry, and he thinks he's the first one who found Radio Rebel or something. Yeah, maybe, that wouldn't surprise me. Barry sucks. Fedoras, fedoras, so many Terrible. fedoras. I hate too those many plaid fedoras. Plaid. They're terrible. I hate those twins. Those twins are totally unnecessary as characters. They bring nothing to the movie. The only thing that I laughed at the whole movie, and I have this written out, is at one point she tells people to call in and tell her what they're scared about when she's like at the radio station so she can actually have callers. And Larry, the tall twin, goes... (laughs) One time I swallowed a piece of tinfoil and now I'm afraid to stand too close to the microwave or I'll explode. (laughs) Yeah. And that was the only thing that he contributed the whole movie that even made me have like an emotional reaction in any way. You're so right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's such a weird, everything about this movie is bizarre and terrible. Also. Yeah. So one of the distraction techniques, this one is just like, well, I have a question. Why? One of the distraction techniques, at one point, there's a sandwich delivery guy, but he delivers sandwiches in a full sandwich costume, can't see face. Yeah, how does he drive? But did you know who the sandwich was? Yeah, it's the the love interest. They throw that in. Well, I literally, my last bullet point is, why was Gavin the sandwich? (laughs) They don't explain why. It's not a job he's linked to at any other point in the film. Like, he just wears a sandwich costume to deliver a sandwich which is not but does that also mean he knows that Tara was radio rebel yeah he knows but he doesn't i think they threw that in at the end i really think that was like an afterthought right like yeah it doesn't make it i don't know so i also think her voice augmentation thing when she's radio rebel doesn't change mm-hmm. her voice enough to make it distinct like mm-hmm. they kept Debbie Ryan's regular voice and changed it just enough that you kind of might not be able to tell, but like if you were a serious listener who also knew her, you might be able to figure it out. Like it's not different enough for me. No. And like, she doesn't like change her like speaking. I feel like you, like if you're someone's close friend Mm -hmm. or relative, you would be able to pick up on, like if I heard my sister's voice over, like even if it was, she was calling herself like radio rebel, Mm -hmm. I'd be like, that's Peyton. <laughs> like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, it wouldn't be a secret. No, it would be pretty obvious to figure out. Yeah. Especially when, if you're her mom, you like walk upstairs and you're listening to Radio Rebel because her mom does. And you hear your daughter saying the exact same thr- thing through the door mm-hmm. in her room. Correct. And then, yeah, you have to put two and two together. It's, it's so weird that her parents don't know. Also... Why is Tara's dad in Taiwan? I don't know. There's three. Because <laughs> they wanted it to be a stepdad. But, like, why did her dad have to be in Taiwan? Why couldn't he have just been dead? You know what would have made you way more sense? What? If she had gained experience in radio by, like, hanging out with her stepdad and, like, mm-hmm. being around the radio station and had, like, figured out how to do it that way instead of just giving her this this magic show. I don't know. It just, it's awful. Yeah. Yeah. Also the it's, soundtrack sucks. I literally so many times I typed like, I heart fake emo music <laughs> or like 
the fake songs in this movie are so bad. The like, cause like are the worst band, I think, in of all Disney bands. I think I cut you off there, but yeah, I'm just gonna throw that no, out the G's. Yeah, the song "We So Fly." I wrote "We So Fly" means something to me, um, but it's just like yeah, the, the G's are so bad. But what's even worse than the four G's is the music that she starts to play. Yeah. She's a bad deep. Like, yeah, and but she has like these like fake deep thoughts. Like she'll be like, "Everyone just be you and dance the night away." <laughs> and then she like hits the song. And it'll be like, "Come on, come on with me. We're gonna dance." And it's like, what's <laughs> going on? And then they cut to all of the people listening, and they're all dancing like by themselves. Mm-hmm. This is this is an awful film. There's nothing redeeming about this movie at all. No. It's too long. There's too many characters. This is a massive cast for a Disney Channel original movie. Right. And I'd say the only ones who are, like, even good, like, slightly successful now are Tara, who's Debbie Ryan, which Mm -hmm. is a name people will recognize generally. And Gavin is, like, he's been, like, one of those characters who's been in, like, two episodes of, like, Supernatural. He just, like, bounces around. Mm-hmm. He's kind of like an extra character actor yeah. kind of thing, where he just does like a single character in a TV show for a few episodes. Do you need someone who's willing to work for the SAG minimum and not, you know, do the worst job in the world? Call Gavin. Gavin, his real name is. Oh, let me see. His name's Adam DeMarco. I don't like that. And mm-mm. and yeah, like he. He's been on, like I said, like some stuff that, like, I think he's in one episode of Supernatural and really hasn't done much other than that. He was in R.L. Stein's The Haunting Hour um, in two episodes. And then he was in pretty often, like, more of a recurring role in a TV series on the sci-fi channel called The Magicians, which apparently a very select group of people really like that yeah, show. Yeah, some people... Netflix keeps telling me to watch that, and I am I just have no desire to do it. Well, if you want to see Gavin... I don't want to see Gavin. <laughs> okay, so a couple fun facts about this film. One, did you know it was Debbie Ryan singing that terrible version of We Got the Beat? I think you mean They Got the Beat. Yeah. Yeah. Because the beat doesn't belong to anyone. Um, yeah. Yeah, it is. And also, did you know that this movie's based on a book? No. Yeah, it's based on the book Shrinking Violet. Uh, okay. But they changed some things. They changed the character of Teresa into Tara. Very mm-hmm. important that they changed her name. And they changed her radio name from Sweet Tea to Radio Rebel. So it's a bad book, too, is what I'm hearing, if that's all that yeah. is changed. Yeah, it sounds like a bad book, yes. Mm-hmm. But that the guy who wrote that was just cashing in. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. yeah, and then, yeah, this is, like, the cast, like I said, Adam DeMarco, fine. Everyone else literally has maybe had another role in, like, a Disney Channel show. Like, they prob- their dad probably, like, writes for oh, Disney. Absolutely, yeah. This is, this is a get-your-kid-on-Disney Channel film, if ever there was one. Mm-hmm. And then Debbie Ryan, you know, we know we know about Debbie a little bit. Uh, she is married I to Josh it. Dunn. Uh, yeah, Josh Dunn is the drummer for Twenty One Pilots. Yeah. 
They got married in 2019. And also, Debbie Ryan got into... She was arrested for a DUI in 2016, and she was charged with a felony DUI uh, that was later reduced to two misdemeanors. Um, But she was released after posting $100,000 bail. I'm sure it was some of that Radio Rebel money. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And then she was sentenced to three years probation. That's intense. Yeah, so like Debbie Ryan... Yeah, but she is also a Christian. Oh, uh, that's what her personal <laughs> her Wikipedia says. That's good. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so we should come up with a rating system for this. What do you think? Um, yes. Scale of one to ten. Uh, how many? I'm trying to think of something from the movie. How many? What's a terrible plaid fedoras? How many? Yes, how many plaid fedoras would you give this movie? I give this literally, like, I mean, if I have to give it any points, like, 8.5 out of 10, a 0.5 plaid fedora <laughs> out of 10 plaid fedoras, because it is, like, it was the hardest movie I've, like, ever had to get through. Should we specify that we actually like Disney Channel original movies, generally? Yeah, I feel like that's important. We're yeah. going to like these movies yeah. more. Yeah, definitely. As we get to the actual good ones, we're going to say positive things, but there's nothing positive you can say about this movie. No. Um, yeah, I would... And I think... I think oh, sorry, it would be a solid zero out of ten. It, there's nothing about it that's redeemable. It's not even on Disney+. Plus. Uh, it didn't make the Disney Plus list. Watch it on Amazon Prime with ads. <laughs> The best part about the movie were the ad breaks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. So, yeah. Um, do you have anything else you want to say about Radio Rebel? Let me... I don't think... I mean, if if anything, just some of the quotes made me actually, like... Also, Radio Rebel is the worst version. Like, there, it feels communist at times. It does. Oh, It, it is a worse version of Animal does. Farm. Yeah. Because I said, like, basically, as soon as she becomes popular, she becomes the bully to the girl who bullied her the whole movie. So it's it's all high schoolers are equal, but some are more equal than others. And it just all depends on who's sitting, you know. She makes, in the like row. I said, she makes outlandish demands of all of the other students in the name of equality. Right. It's, it's so weird. Yeah. So. Next week, we're going to talk about Freaky Friday. Uh, Not the Jamie Lee Curtis one, and not the one from the 70s, I want to say. The one from 2014 that I've Mm. never seen. Uh, And because it's second to last on this list, I'm not going in with high expectations. Hopefully it's better than Radio Rebel, and hopefully I can give everyone a better plot summary next week, because man, was the plot rough. But the the plot of this movie is rough. It's just, uh, okay, yeah. Yeah, just off. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Well, that's our first ever episode of uh, whatever this is called. <laughs> we hope everyone enjoyed this podcast that we can't even remember the name of. Maybe next week we will. Yeah. All right. Try. All right. Talk to you later. All right. Bye.